right, right. You didn't want people to see. <laughs> They're like, wait a minute. Oh, I can't laugh at that guy. He just lost a thousand bucks. You can't laugh oh at that Oh, my dude. God. A thousand dollars. So this has to be like as close to your mouth as possible without touching your mouth. Okay. I'll let it touch a little That's, bit. Yeah. <laughs> dude, I know. Because it picks Leo, up the... Dude, uh, that oh, yeah. was like... That was insane, bro. You're down a thousand dollars. More than that, maybe. How much? I don't even want to talk about it, dude. I don't even like. That's why I don't do math and shit like that because I cannot deal with the consequences of numbers. He said the consequences of numbers, <laughs> dude. I know you already. You're over here. You probably meditated like five times already. <laughs> Dustin's in the fucking casino being a bad boy. <laughs> <clears throat> it's you know I mean. It, it, do you hear it, me? Because I can't hear me. No, yeah, you can't. You can't. We oh, can't hear okay, each cool. Other. But they can hear oh, us. Dude, okay, yeah. sweet, sweet, sweet. Uh, it, it's so. I mean, it's it's set up so that you never leave. There are no windows. Know, dude. There's no clocks, and you there's these uh, Asians. Uh, yeah, Asians. <laughs> dude, this old Asian dude sat next to me, and I was like, I'm gonna win. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, this guy is too old. He's too Asian to not let me win today. But <laughs> right, you know. You go, if they're there, then I must be in the right spot. Yeah, you right. Go, this can't be wrong, God. right? He's well-dressed. <laughs> Bring you just a little closer. Uh, oh, that's yes, perfect. Yes, yes, my bad. It's perfect. Uh, yeah. I know, right? It's <laughs> like, oh, this guy, he's probably seen some shit. You know, he wouldn't be here, yeah. you know, if he doesn't know what he's that, doing. I mean, that's how they get you because you go, well, you look at the people at the table and you go, mm-hmm. man, these people are well-dressed. They mm-hmm. seem educated. Um, articulate. Yeah. So uh, this must be an okay yeah. thing to do. Yes. I feel it, like I'm in Casino like, Royale right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. You got, that guy's gambling 10 grand a hand. So clearly he's smart with his money. Gambling must be accepted. I know. There is always that person that's got to like bet more than everyone at the table. It's like, all and right. comfortable with it, man. I, I remember yeah, I was, so I was comfortable. playing. Um, what was I playing? Uh, it wasn't roulette. It was, it may have been roulette. And this guy was just, oh no, it was, uh, yeah, it was roulette. And this guy was just throwing like a thousand, hundred, like he was just gambling. So, and he was like, yeah. he was carrying on conversations with people. Like he didn't care. Yeah. Like everybody else. <laughs> yeah. Like that would like put us under for the next, yeah. I hate that casual, like, whoa, you're just betting like a hundred dollars and it's just cool with everyone. Right. And, and then this girl came over, he gave her some money. He's like, go get, you know, like sent her away to go buy more stuff. You know, she already had like 10 bags in her hand. And I tried to do that last night, but Christy <laughs> thought I was trying to fuck the masseuse. It was, <laughs> I bought him a suit, but t- that's a dick move too, getting the masseuse. She was like, you want to rub? I'm like, yeah, rub my back. Yeah. Dude, it was so awesome. Well, because the massage you get from your girlfriend is the worst massage. No, she it, doesn't even brawl. <laughs> dude, you you ever just want a good back scratch? Yeah. And what's up with this not skin on, like, do not, over the shirt is like, just get the hell out of here, man. Over the shirt scratches are like, fuck you, do you even love me? Yeah. (laughs) You know what I'm saying, man? Why are we even doing this? Yeah, I want my skin to be under your nails, lady. Dude, yeah, I I, I can't deal with like over the shirt scratches, bro. It's bullshit, dude. If you want to date me, that's going to be my Tinder profile. (laughs) I must do over the... (laughs) 
<laughs> no over the shirt back scratches. <laughs> what? Is, where'd they get that from? What video? What YouTube? Who? What parent? You gotta blame the parents for that one, dude. Yeah, I want to find the mom. <laughs> yeah, I don't I know? And be like, hey, does I talk to her dad? Like, hey, do you get back scratches? <laughs> like, does she go through the shirt or under the shirt? Right. That's how you know you were the good girl. If she goes, right. does that like under the, under shirt, the shirt and like, like oh, yeah. scratches? You're, you're you good, go all dude. in good hands. Like, yeah. It's like the first real breath you take, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it totally is. Yeah, man. <laughs> I, yeah, I get, a, I get a massage about once a week almost. Like no. Are you, do you have insurance pay for it? Because no, I was trying to figure I, that I, out. No. I, you know what? I pay out of pocket. Uh, I, uh, Leo and, and Flowers. And I mean, it's not, it's, not like I, it's not that I really have the money, but I, it's just that I value it. And it's like... There's something about because when you find the person mm. who really understands your body, and you know that you can you can lay there for 90 minutes and not worry about her either doing a horrible job in terms <laughs> of injury, yeah, or just not applying enough pressure, dude. Yeah. It, it's like you pay for that. You, you like you need uh, that. Uh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. need that. You go. Because you know, when it was like go back to like if you, you're with your girlfriend, you're like, no, here, they, like you're constantly, you're almost doing more work than she is because you're <laughs> navigating around. And so when you find go a down woman, left, yeah. and, and so I tell her, I'm yes. like, go left. No, yeah. uh, they don't understand. You know what's and, a great thing? Hey, remember that, that movie? Uh, so I married an axe murderer. This was back in the day, but I remember Mike Myers was in it. But uh -huh. I remember this scene. He was getting his back scratched, and he he said names of states: <laughs> <laughs> Chicago, Chicago, <laughs> Illinois, Illinois, <laughs> oh, Baltimore, Baltimore. Like I was like, that is genius. <laughs> it is it, you. It's it saves relationships. I it think. Does. I think. More, I think fewer people would cheat if they knew they had that person once a week that could would really take care of them. Yeah, you know, because I'm in there naked with Wendy. I'm I'm butt yeah. naked. Oh, for real. Ninety minutes. Yeah, and you know, it's it amazing. Is, I bet, dude. Say it again. I said it's amazing. I bet. It's like, amazing, and I've, I've sent people to Wendy, and it's like, like I want to move, but I'm, at the same time, I don't want to move away from Wendy. Like yeah. <laughs> it's funny that you send people there though it's, i wouldn't send it i'd be like this is mine wendy oh, I, <laughs> you're mine oh, oh yeah I'm, I'm regretting it now because wendy's all every time i, I try to book <laughs> so i gotta book in advance that's yeah. the thing I, i've realized is just to keep it reoccurring you know but oh my gosh dude that massages everything dude that massages so good. we're in vegas yeah we're performing at the comedy cellar comedy cellar world famous comedy world cellar. famous we're doing someplace it. i never attempted to even get into when i lived in new york just because i was like nah you're not gonna get in dude really yeah and then like this happened that whole comedy magic whole she was comedy out there magic. It, it's like you know i you realize like part of success is luck meeting uh preparedness yes right like if yeah, you're prepared dude. and the opportunity presents itself then boom because if you weren't prepared you had the opportunity yeah you missed it yeah you would have missed it no totally right, yeah. right, so it's, right. that's why a comedy so pure i love it dude it's so the purest thing if you like you do good you do good yeah. <laughs> you know what i'm saying and it's yours do good, nobody you do can good. take that away from you it's yeah like, like and not to say that i did that because Definitely, we're we're constantly like tagging each other's jokes, giving each other ideas, yeah. and 
Uh, you told, a, and you know what's so funny, dude? Uh, when it, last night when you told me like how I was going fast during that mm-hmm. thing, I've been told that so many times, dude. <laughs> That's like my tick. I go fast during like for some reason. I just I don't know if it's nervousness or excitement, but I just like he was it, and I'll lose a punchline in there, you know. I know, cause I'm like, yeah. I'm like I'll watch you, and I'm like, you have them. I just get excited. Yeah. See, I don't see that. See, I feel like no one likes me, and I'm like, as soon as there's dead air, they're not gonna uh, like. They're gonna find out who the real Dustin is. <laughs> <laughs> not hang out with me anymore, dude. I swear, man, it's messed up, dude. But it's also helped me, cause I remember we used to have this thing back in Dallas. There was like me. Nick Guerra and Anthony Perez, we would do this thing called Turbo Comedy, which we were like, okay, Turbo Comedy is like just bah, 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 bah. don't yeah. take any breaths. Like, yeah. so we were like, it was weird because instead of this thing that's kind of like competitive, but it's like you don't, you don't, <laughs> Turbo Comedy is bad because you just got to chill sometimes and like. Well, it, it, it's it's funny because it's indicative of. Uh, uh, relationships and or intimacy, meaning oh. that um, in a relationship, like when you first start dating, you're constantly trying to go, bop, 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 like, like you're, you're trying to keep, it's almost like you're trying to keep her entertained, right? Yes. Like, like first date, what are we going to do? And you got the whole thing planned out. Oh, yeah. Second date. And it's like, you, you're like, you, you're trying to keep her interested. You want her, you don't want her to get bored. Yeah. Like we just went to Taco Bell. Absolutely. Where do I go now? Yeah. And, you know, if if you're talking about someone who you're gonna spend the rest of your life with, you can't maintain that pace. You know, like every day, every moment is not gonna be this awesome. It's exciting. not right. Yeah. See, that's what sucks. I, God, I'm like the biggest kid in the world, bro. No. <laughs> like, just like I feel like I should have been an adult by now. You know, like, <laughs> but but me and Christy, friend- like, and I'm like marriage. I'm like I'm not even. That's for my parents. You know, like, yeah, I can't yeah. even deal with that. Man. Well, how old are you? I'm like 33 now, dude. 33. I know. Now it's about time Dusty takes off the. <laughs> yeah, but, but put down the Xbox controller. But what's here's all right. So here's what's interesting, right? So what? The listeners are like, who is this guy, Dusty? Yeah, so they're like, uh, Dustin Obara. Um, we've known each other for how long? Like a long ass time. A long probably. time. Yeah, it was yeah. A long ass time. Right? I know, right? Like a long ass time. Yeah. <laughs> and as as much as you're 33 and, and you know you you're a kid, it's like. You you have racked up successes, right? You're right now in your own Kevin Saves the World. It got canceled, but they got canceled. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> How many seasons was that? It was like sixteen episodes. Sixteen. Yeah. All right. So yeah, check it out. Kevin it was a Saves good show. the World. Uh, and then you were on Gotham. Yes, uh, people. That's probably the thing I get recognized for really? a lot. What dude. was your character on Gotham? I was a cannibal. I was a what? I was a serial killer that escaped Arkham Asylum. Come on, dude. I remember the audition too. Was like uh, the audition was like it, it, I didn't say a lot of words, but I remember I the whole thing in my head. I was like, I'm I gonna eat someone while I'm doing that. So I was like pretending like I was eating someone. Like, yeah. Yeah, what's up? <laughs> what did you do anything to prepare for that audition? Anything different? No, dude. Special? That's what's so weird about this is like, I feel like if you're the guy, you're the guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's weird. Like, I I worked hard. And I did prepare, but like, it's not. You, you, I was you, like, who else am I going up against on this one? You know what I'm saying? Like, 
you're right. So, it, it, I, you know, I kind of feel like that sometimes, too, where I go. Like, even with being, you know, picked for the seller, where you're like, yeah, it's like, you know, of course she, of course I got it, you know, because she needed a, she's casting. She's a black yeah, guy. She's yeah. a fat guy. She needs a, a gay woman, yes. uh, you know, and all this. And so it, it kind of, in some ways, it's true. But then in some ways, it kind of diminishes the work that you've put in to get there. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. Because if you kind of go around like, well, of, of course, it's like how, who else were they going to put Dude, in there? Dude, yeah, I but know. It's, it's like, so weird. It's not that you haven't, you know, because you've shot sketches and you've been creative for a very long time. So it's not like you were some guy who was, you know, flipping burgers at Sonic Monday and then I got wish. the part Tuesday. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but it's so, dude, it's so true like that, man. Like, it's like, I don't even think, me, I'm like, smoke a lot of weed. Right. And I think maybe that, like, helped a little bit, but I don't really think about anything. Like, I just kind of do do it and I try not to think about it. And, like, because I know I'm like, wow, this is crazy. You're auditioning for this I got an audition the other day that was for, like, a huge, huge freaking movie, dude. Like, I can't even, like, they made me sign a non-disclosure agreement. But I'm like, man, you know, it's like, it's, <laughs> I don't know, man, it's weird. Like, I'll be going and auditioning for this, and I, someone else will, and will be like, I don't know, man, I lost my train of thought. No, I mean, what so like you, you go in but what's the feeling of you just like i feel like you've been doing this long enough dustin you know what you got to do go in there and kill it that's all it is like that's what i tell myself before every audition just go in and kill it ryan hamilton a buddy of mine he i, I knew this dude back in new york speaking of seller shit but like one of the first comics i'm at in new york dude we always hung out but man this guy had some good advice he would always say before anything before anything he would say have fun be yourself and give a hundred percent and i remember thinking like wow dude it's like so it's always so that, simple yeah right but it's so hard to get there <laughs> you know what i'm saying because in in order to really have fun i feel like on stage requires a lot of effort in terms of preparation right yeah in terms yeah of like <clears throat> you're right yeah it's knowing a, yeah you know it's like sitting down <clears throat> writing the jokes thinking about what you want to talk about tweaking it gosh you know, just a joke words. is so lame to come to fruition you know what i'm saying it's such a lame process <laughs> what do you mean as in, like, uh, you're like, okay, I'm going to try this out. And then you keep trying it out in front of audiences. It's so unauthentic and stuff. But you're like. What, what, what do you mean un unauthentic? I think about it like uh, unauthentic. I just say that because it's like uh, on stage, it's like we're just dudes. Like, I, I think about it as like, oh, I'm just some dude, like, going up and talking right now. But it's like, dude, I've been rehearsing this, like, for, like, six months. You know what I'm saying? Or whatever, like, this little punch I'm about to say. I right. guess to everyone. There's a, you know, and, and there like th there's moments where you get tired of the material and you're just like, oh, I'm just going through the motions. But what I, that's why I always try to, you know, like while I'm here in Vegas, 
Mm-hmm. I go to you know I go to the museums like you were out there with your metal uh, detector. Metal detector. Dude, you gotta go with me. <laughs> Let's go metal detect, bro. I found so many nails. I, I went to this place. Okay, by the way, I, I brought the metal detector. <laughs> you brought the metal detector? Yes, dude, I have, Leo, bro, I have so many ideas in my head that I think you're going to fucking do something. But like, but metal detecting is fun, dude. I, I went out and uh, I, we went to that ghost town. Me and Christy went to that. It's called Nelson, man. Yeah. It was an old ghost town. And apparently, like, uh, something happened. They shut off their electricity. So there's, like, not people there anymore. Uh-huh. But, like, uh, so we're driving. I'm like... This looks like a, and I know nothing about metal detecting, dude. But I pulled over to this like rest stop kind of place, not a rest stop, but like, you know, those little things. Like, yeah, all right, I'm yeah, off the beaten yeah. path, yeah. Right. And um, it was apparently like a party place, dude. Because I found I found a bunch of nails, but I also found like foil, but like drug foil, you know, what I'm saying? aluminum foil. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, you right. know, it's like, oh, someone did yeah, heroin yeah, yeah. in this fucking yeah. thing right now, man. But it was exciting. <laughs> like everything, dude, because it beeps and you're like, boop. It's like, what the hell is that? Because you don't know what it's going to be. Dude, I know, right? Yeah, like, yeah. that's just cool, man. I love metal it's, detecting. It's dude. almost like a, a safe form of gambling. Be- because, dude, yes. Right? Leo, you're so right yeah. on that. Because it, it, it gets, I, gosh, what Dope is wrong me. with me, man? I get, it gets my, like, whatever is bad in me, it, it's the devil inside me is like, yeah, well, all right, so you're not going to do that. I guess we can metal detect Dusty. <laughs> you know? It's so bad, bro. But imagine <laughs> if I found a coin worth <laughs> Did you find anything? No, no, I found nails. A bunch of nails. I found a bunch of nails. In the foil, that was it. And then I, and then on the way back, Christy was like Googling like metal detecting in Nevada, and apparently you can get like, dude, you can get like, you can go to jail for it, man. Get out of here. I swear, dude, because apparently like this was a big prospecting scene, dude. <laughs> so if you're just some guy metal detecting, they can like take your ass in. Like, you don't have the proper permits, son. And that would suck. Could it's you admit? So- that's like, I was already going into that, like, uh, what are you in for? Right. <laughs> I don't like oh yeah. <laughs> Looking for nineteenth, 18th, 18th <laughs> yeah. century coins on the beach. Yeah. I was in a ghost town. <laughs> it, it's crazy the different laws that are on the books that you can like you can yeah. that you can you can go to jail. It, it comes from back in the day too, because like prospecting, obviously, it's like yeah, you, you can't. Oh, oh yeah, I would imagine there was probably people were killing over that back. Yeah, in the day, Deadwood. I've never even seen go. Deadwood, but uh-huh. I could. I that's what I felt like. I felt like this is like a Deadwood law. How, so let's go back to your childhood a bit. Like, wait, you sound like you my from? therapist. Jeez, no. <laughs> <laughs> wait, so you're from Texas, right? Yeah. What part? Dallas. Dallas, and then is it just you? Because as, as me long and my as we've mom, known each other, yeah, I, yeah. I don't even. You I don't even know my family. I know yeah. Dustin's a very like basically. Uh, I was raised by a single mom who was kind of crazy, you know. What's kind of crazy? <sighs> Bipolar, like violent. I, I, she had a really rough, rough upbringing, and it kind of um, what's that word? Where it kind of like goes into other things. Like it, we felt that, you know. And she, so, she, she like wasn't projecting. Yeah, but she wasn't right. She was just like it's like hanging out with a scared lady all the time, you know. It's you like, didn't know. You didn't know what you're gonna come home to. You didn't know if she no. was gonna be cool or she's dude. Gonna be... I didn't know if she was gonna be drunk. I remember one time. Well, it was horrible, dude. I remember in high school, right before, right when I started stand up, dude. My mom, 
she like she tried to kill herself and it's interesting because I remember I remember going and I, I was like it's regular dusty you know you go you like knock on the door it's like hey mom you okay she's in the bathroom she's like yeah but you can kind of tell by the voice it's like you're a little fucked up right now and I, I, I walked in and I saw like just blood everywhere and she was like like cutting her um, wrist you know and that sucks. So I immediately I called my brother, who my brother's like nine years older than me. I'm like, hey, I think mom is like, she's, uh, it's not a good scene right now. Um, but then the ambulance came and then all the neighbors, I just remember this, all the neighbors looked at us. They just looked at us. And you could just see it was a suburban fucking white area that was like, oh, yeah. It, it just sucked. It was just like, you guys were like the outliers in the Oh, definitely. Like, how did they afford this house? Like, because you worked hard, you know? But, like, it was, that was, that sucked. Yeah. yeah. To, to see your mom like that. Dude, right? And then, did the cops come? Did yeah, the, the cops, ambulances. ambulance. It might have been a fucking parade, dude. You might as well, like, just say, hey, crazy person lives here. So that's embarrassing, and it's a small neighborhood. Oh, yeah, so embarrassing. Cool yeah, so everyone's like... Hey, saw an ambulance. Everything okay? I'm like, what do you say? You know what right, I'm saying? Right, it's right. like, yeah. Did you get yeah, a nickname like, from that? Was it like, or like? How nah, because I was like, at that time, I was like, kind of cool. Like, I, I got cool like at my last year of high school, but like, so everyone's like, kind of cool about it, and like, people are like, growing up, getting older, so they're like, okay, dust. But yeah, that sucked. How long did she go away for? I mean, like, what? What? And this dude, this thing was just like the. Uh, it was always like this growing up. Like, I remember I lived with my brother for a long time, like, in East Texas. And it was like, dude, it's weird, man, when you have a parent who's struggling. Because it's like, I remember trying to be a man. I remember thinking, like, it I, I was just always like, this, she's struggling. You got to maintain, maintain, Dustin, you know. But uh, eventually, like, we were in Austin. She just, like, I don't know what happened, but I ended up living with my brother in, like, East Texas, dude. Mm. And I'm like, I was out there. I never, <laughs> I wish <laughs> I wish I could have went somewhere cool. <laughs> but, like, he was always in Texas. East, East Texas. He was right. always in Texas. <laughs> some, like, another small town. Yes, and you're yeah. always living with some someone you don't really know. Like, I, my brother was awesome, though, man. Yeah. He was cool, but it was also, like, it's a really small town, and... um you know, we raised Jehovah's Witness, so it was just, like, insane. Like, we would go back, and, like, the guy who was in the town, it was Dangerfield, Texas. He was uh, he was this dude who was, like, uh, pretty popular there, I guess, in the church. And uh, But he also dated my mom, and he's a horrible person. But I remember one time I was, like, mowing the lawn, and I was such a, I was such a kid. I was such a, like, bitch, too, because, like, I never had any, like... Father, father figures. Right? Yeah, man. I remember I was like mowing the lawn, and this dude came up to me. He was like, "Is that what you're doing?" Like he just really laid into me. Like, no, you're doing a like. And I remember, and but I remember it was cool because my brother went and like he fought him after that. He was like, "You know what? Don't ever talk to my brother like that. Fuck you, dude." He had your back. He did. And that's, that's having someone good. that has your back is like, <laughs> gosh, man. Especially a big. My brother's big too. <laughs> He's like a big white dude. It's like. 
Especially when you feel like your mom doesn't have your back. Like, you know, you, you grew up in an like, yeah, kind of volatile like, household. And that's like, how, yeah. I got to be at a, an adult already. I can't, I can't just, I can't let my guard down. I know. At home. Dude, it's so weird though, because I've had such a great life. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's not been like, I don't have any stories of like, yeah, it was. But like, I don't know. Something, my mom but, just went crazy for a little bit, right. you know? And I was like, it was a part of that. Well, I, I think, like, there's there's always, like, two lives lived, right? Like, there's the external life, right? Where it's like, you, you got to, because, like you said, you, you grew up in a, uh, your your mom had a house in a nice neighborhood. And people were like, how, how can you guys afford Yeah, she this? sold insurance. It was, yeah. <laughs> I remember so I wanted she, to so do she that. she made yeah. good money. But uh, it, but emotionally, that's where the the wreckage was, right? It was like you you were like you're always on pins and needles and anxious in terms of like yeah, it's like you're taking care of a person. Like right. it was always like that. I always felt like I was taking care of my mom, and my grandma was there, and she was very strong. But like I always felt like I was the man in the house. It's it's so weird because it's like you just kind of is even a kid. No, we, like, we grew up the same way. It's you know even though you got to well, take care of these people. Yeah, because they just are awful. <laughs> You know, they just can't get their shit together. Like, seriously, I st still till this day, I feel like I'm the only one. I'm not even, look at me, Leo. I'm the one who actually is the head of the fucking family right now, trying to, like, and it just sucks. It, it's, it has to be overwhelming sometimes. Dude, yeah, man, because you're like, uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I get it. I, you know, I, I grew up uh, in a similar situation where you my father wasn't around yeah. much. Um, and he was financially supportive, just wasn't physically there a lot. And my mom, you know, she worked two jobs and, uh, she, she wasn't, you know, it was like, she was either zero or a hundred. Yeah. Oh. Super cool. Or, you know, I was, you know, it was the belt, you know, and I was yeah. getting a whooping for something. Oh, I never um, got whoopings. You never got a whooping? I remember. What? I specifically, I was like, fast, bro. <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, I remember you this one time. Fast? My mom was chasing me around with a belt, and it was in a small apartment, and the bathrooms had, like, two entrances. <laughs> so <laughs> she would chase me in one way, I'd lock it, and then she would come the other way, and I would lock them. And I would pop out and be like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> Dude, yeah, I was, I ran for the fucking spankings, bro. Spankings were shitty. Like a Laurel and Hardy routine. It, was. <laughs> it really was, yeah, yeah. Or uh, the Three Stooges, where like you're yeah, in a haunted yeah. house and it's like popping the lady out with the mummy. The belt. Yeah. yeah, the mummies on one side. And they're <laughs> Dude, yeah, man. I I ran from some spankings, dude. Yeah, man. But but it, you know, if you are a, a male child, and, and and I wish more research was done. There's actually a good. They book should do research Silently upon seduced. us. There's a good. What? Book. It's called Silently Seduced, and it's about men who or boys who are raised uh, in a household with just their mom. Oh, and so, dude, I got to see And, that. like, your, the, the characteristics and who you become and what that develops in you. And because you do, in some ways, uh, for the most part, become the man of the house. You're, you're the, oh, yeah, you're dude. the son. You're the, the father. You're the brother. <laughs> yes, the it's like you don't friend. have time to you're be a kid. You're almost a lover, yeah. like, in some emotional, like, there's some Yeah, weird. like, it's okay. You're going to get this <laughs> interview, you know? You're like I'm Yes. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah, so pathetic. <laughs> single kid growing up, bro. 
<laughs> single family yeah. mom. Single moms are the worst because we got to deal with this crazy shit. <laughs> and then you, you, your mama's boy forever. All my buddies who have grown up in uh, single parent homes, like with just their mom, we all like are, just have these similar characteristics and struggle in relationships. I know, but don't you feel like I always feel like, especially like a dude like me, but I still feel like I am the pillar of this family. Absolutely. <laughs> like, oh yeah. Without me, they would be it. done, yeah. bro. Yeah, and it's it's how you, it's how I feel, even though I I know in some ways is it's uh, obviously it's not true. Yeah. It's just how you feel, and you just because it's the way you've had to have been. To survive and to grow up, you're like, I got to keep this family together. Yes! Yeah. What is up with that shit, man? When did we become like the Carl Winslows? Yeah, and I, and not Carl Winslow. I know, man. <laughs> hey, mom, how you doing? I just came up like, dude, you're seeing your mom like crying. Seeing your mom cry is like, oh, God, don't. Like, yeah, you shouldn't have to talk your mom off a ledge for sure. My mom would ask me to like massage her feet, and I look back now and I'm like, That's, that was so creepy. That's a creepy thing. You want to hear a weird one? My mom would, she would have a black hair coming out of her cheek. Yeah. She's like, Can you bite that and just bite I it? I swear, dude. She was like, Can you just bite that and just yank it out? It was like, so sick. Like, what the fuck is that? I know, right? Do we not have tweezers? Like, why was she getting me and my little brother to buy their fucking black hairs, man? Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> Just, my, my mom's got <laughs> Dude, my mom was like, I, you know what? She was, she was. You ever see that movie She Devil with Roseanne? It's an 80s movie. Oh, I know. My I mom did. was like it's Roseanne so of that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, she was just like. And it was like, oh, dude. Especially with a single mom, too. Remember the Oprah years? Oh, dude. Oh, Oprah? my God. <laughs> my mom loved Oprah. I would have to go to Weight Watchers meetings and wait in the car. Come on. Yeah, she would go in and I would just hang out. And I was fat, too. Just let me in, you know? <laughs> fat too dude much. i know right but i remember she would uh, dude one day i woke up and i remember in the house there was all these my mom had put up like you will lose 20 pounds <laughs> all these fucking papers were like taped on the walls <laughs> dude it's so weird <laughs> like, you will lose 20 pounds <laughs> you will not eat that sonic <laughs> <laughs> oh my god and how old were you in that oh this was younger this was like uh probably 12 13 14 I mean, yeah dude were yeah. you a big were you already a big kid then I, to, dude to be honest like i i think about that like when i like started like gaining weight uh-huh. um it wasn't i was a pretty active kid but i don't know it was just very i just no one was there you know what i'm saying so i kind of did what i wanted to do i remember Specifically, I think here's where I gained all my weight, dude. I remember, remember Jurassic Park. Yeah, yeah. I bought it and uh, it was on VHS and I watched it. And I remember this is a specific memory that I still have. I would eat, I would watch Jurassic Park, and I would eat like uh, frosting, like <laughs> straight out of the frosting like cup. I had a knife and I would just get, with like, a knife, knife. I know, not a butter knife. It wasn't that crazy, but I would like go. I would like, I would eat frosting and watch Jurassic Park, and I'm pretty sure that's why I'm fat now. 
Yeah, because you you know I I when I watch TV, that's when I want to eat. Yeah, food and television. Are <laughs> yes, so that, like they go together. They do, bro. Sometimes I can't even eat if there's not a good right. show. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you ever do that? You have food in front of you, but you're like, I don't want to fucking eat this because Stranger <laughs> Things. I just saw it. You know, just kinda... you're like, I don't want to eat this alone. <laughs> Oh, dude, I prepare like if there's a big premiere coming out, I'm like, okay, what are we gonna eat? <laughs> you know, me and Christy will be like, all right, so <laughs> Italian, <laughs> order more than enough, and like, dude, Leo, I love smoking weed. I gotta say, I love, I love just not being me, dude. I'm just being out of it, and I know it's bad. I know one day I'm gonna. Everyone does it where they come out of it, and I'll. I'll I'll have my moment, you know, where I come out of this. But like, God, right now, smoking weed and eating, dude, it's fucking awesome. Well, you know, you've because you've come such a long way, right? I have, in, dude. In you gotta of, admit, I got a lot better. Absolutely. To 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 a little backstory. Can I share? Can I share our story? Yeah. Um. So, uh, what was this? Uh, a year ago? Mm -hmm. Eight months ago? Um. I lost. Dude, yeah, keep yeah, but a year ago is awful. Um, so when I started this podcast, and and really, you're one of the reasons why I I kept doing the podcast. <laughs> really, man. Um, when I started the podcast, uh, I got a call from you. Yeah, and because I knew that you had some kind of psychological thing, like right? You, right. I, I knew you had like a yeah, yeah. So I'm like, all right. And I used to work with inmates and and married couples. Yeah. And I get a call from you, and um, and you're you're crying, you're upset, yeah, and uh, you're FaceTiming me, yeah, uh, cutting in and out, and you know you're 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 at the low of lows. I've I have I've yeah. never seen you like this, yeah, and um, you're you're clearly in pain, and you're just like I don't know, and you're crying, and you're you're rambling about stuff, you're and. And uh, and you cut in and out so many times that I, I then decide like I'm gonna drive over to your place. I'm like, yeah. don't do anything because like you were driving and you were already had some drugs in your system. I don't know what was it, just weed and alcohol, possibly. And uh, I didn't and then you're going far. to get more right alcohol. Yeah, I was driving. And to I was like, store. oh my god, like I I I was like I I gotta go, I gotta go help you in any way that I can. And so I, I drive to your place and we end up outside for like an hour and a half, yeah, two hours yeah. talking and uh, you had... I wanted a, to kill myself. You wanted to kill yourself and you had a suicide plan. Yeah. You had type. You told me you typed it up on your computer. Yeah, but I hadn't... I didn't uh, do the... Uh, I should have left life insurance, but yeah, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> Isn't it funny? Like even though yeah, I'm yeah. so lazy, like, <laughs> like yeah, they'll get to that. You know? <laughs> they'll um, figure it out. Yeah. And then you, 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 you had a plan. Yeah. You had written a letter. That was bad. And, um, and I, I was in this, and it was I had never been in this position before. Like, where you're a friend, you're someone who uh, I love and care for, and. And I'm, and I also. It was a like, dark day. It was a dark day, and I'm like, I don't, 
I don't know if I'm going to see you again. That's 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 what, that was a feeling. Oh, I dude, had. yeah, no, I, I go, had a plan. I leave, like I was like gonna. I don't know if I'm going to see you again. Yeah. And so I I called the cops, and because I, I know that. like when the cops get there, I was a little upset about that. I later. know. <laughs> I, I, I was like, and, uh, and so, and so and, by the way, the cops didn't fucking do anything. As soon as they showed up. Oh yeah, I'm good. No, yeah. I'm <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm dying inside. And, and, that, and I was weighing that too because I know, and I was like, I know that that hurt you probably because you're like, I, I, what am I gonna? Do? I put because myself. I had this, to weigh. I know. I was dude. like, I, have, I was thinking about our friendship. Yes. And I go, if I don't call, and then you commit suicide, I'm not gonna see you again. And if I do call. And then you're upset about it. I'm not going to see you again, but you'll still be alive. So I had to ask myself, do I value our friendship over your life? I know, man. And, and I that can, was the question in I'll my head. I'll tell you head. this, Leo. I, I knew I put you in a situation that you shouldn't have been in. I was just reaching. I was grasping for anyone to help me, you know, and I shouldn't have done that, you know? No, you should have done that. That And, and that's the thing is, and, that, and, and that's why I do the podcast, and that's what I want people who are listening to understand, is that the, the people in your life, your girlfriend, your, your, your friends, other comedians, yeah, um, your colleagues, your teachers, because I know you reached out to your teacher yes, from high school, Yeah, right? she's always um, awesome. That's what they're there for. Yeah, that's what my your teacher community, from high school, she's still cool. She yeah. Talks. That's what she was worried about me. That's the thing. That's when I knew something was up. Yeah. People start worrying about you, and you're just like, uh, and you feel like you're still the same person, but at the same time, I was like, and it was such a bad, it was so, I was being selfish because I had lost that show, the show was canceled, I'm, I'm coming back to comedy, and it's like, I never got, <laughs> Dustin never did anything, you know, it was just so, and I was telling me, I was telling myself these things that would like, it wasn't good. It was not constructive. You know what I'm saying? It was like, you're a loser. You fucked up. You fucked up. You fucked this up. You fuck everything up, man. That's why the show got canceled, because you fucking fucked up, dude. But it, it's not... Everything's not on you. And I... I, I dude, I'll tell you, man. Something, like, kind of clicked. I, I, I remember it specifically. I remember I wasn't drunk, and I was doing a show. It might have been comedy match, but... I remember I was doing well on stage, and I remember thinking, like, this is, this is, this is good. Whatever it is, this is good, you know? Like, you're not fucked up. You're, you're making people have a good time. And, dude, I've been through every program you can imagine, dude. I, I did it, because I was like, it was weird, dude. It was fucking weird. I guess when that show got canceled, I just kind of went crazy. Because I, it was like, Everything just fell apart. Everything just fell apart. And you just look at it, and you're like, I just, like, what am I doing? You know, you have those moments, you know? It's like all your dreams coming true, and then it's just taken away. But it's not taken away. It's just that that's life, you know? And I should have been more about, this is awesome. I can't believe it, you know what I'm saying? But I wasn't. I felt like I deserved a lot more.
and I shouldn't have. What do you mean uh, deserved a lot more? Like my ego. My ego was like, I always think, dude, Leo, man, I think I'm the baddest motherfucker on the planet, dude. And it's, it's so funny for like such a dude like me to think that. But like, yeah, dude, I just, I remember just thinking how much of a badass I was. And so when everything fell, it was like, how is this happening to me? And I lost friends, and I lost, I, 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 I ruined a lot of relationships. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I'm getting those back now, which is kind of cool. That's pretty cool. I just got back into hyenas because I remember during that whole thing, my buddy Randy Butler, he's the owner of hyenas, and he was like, I just, I put them through so much. I put Randy through so much. I put Ant. Anthony through so much. I put all my friends through so much, dude. I just, it sucks. And I just, I'm finally getting back in hyenas. I just want to, it was not me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know how to explain it, Leo, but it was like a part. It was like, it was like looking at yourself, but not. Like, it's like, this dude is fucking crazy, man. Who is this guy that's getting up at 10 a.m. in the morning and fucking doing blow? And fucking, like, partying, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and you just look and you're like, that's so not me, man. But I lost friends and I lost a lot. I lost a lot. I lost a fucking lot, bro. I remember I got booked. For an, a gig in Australia, I'd never been to Australia. I always wanted to go ever since I was a kid. And I, uh, I went and I, I got on a plane. And like halfway, th- like I remember, I, halfway through, I was like, "Okay, we're about to land. I'm gonna, this is awesome. I'm gonna party." Like, and I'm just, you know, it's like so you start drinking and drinking and drinking. And I was hanging out with the other comics, and there were people I knew, and they were like, "You know me, dude." I'm like. People like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, the comics, like, we're all cool. But then, um, I remember we went to this casino and was hanging out with these dudes, and, like, they were like, hey, hit this shit. So I, I drank it, you know, and we were all drinking, and uh, went. I, I don't remember what happened after that, but I just remember the uh, person was like, they sent me home from Australia. And that, that kind of, like, that moment right there sent me on a fucking <laughs> sent me away. Spiraled you. Yeah. Oh, it was a spiral. It was yeah. the biggest spiral you have ever seen, bro. It was like, how could you? I remember this isn't me. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's so funny because you're walking around. And you're like, this isn't me. This isn't Dustin. I'm a killer. I'm a fucking killer. And you're just walking around and. You just they tell you to go home, and I, I was there like maybe a day in Australia, and they had a handler, this big fucking Samoan guy, and he was like, I would try to drink, and he would grab the drink from my hand, and I'm like, <laughs> it was just, bro, it was pathetic. It was fucking pathetic. So after that, I like, uh, I was kind of like. I got kicked out of Australia. What do you do after that, man? I, I went to AA a bunch of times, and then I went to a bunch of other things, and I had almost joined a cult, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was just grasping for anything, dude. 
But I think the basic principle is like, it can't be about you. It can't be about me. I was very selfish. You know what I'm saying? Like I was very, yes, I'm in Australia. I'm going to, this is my moment. No, man, it's about just making people laugh. Just That's what makes me feel good is like now I'm like, I look at an audience, and I don't think I'm like, you gotta kill him. Like, I just want this dude to have, he probably had a shitty fucking week. So maybe I can add to a, uh, just help him out. You gotta help people. Like, that's what, one of the main things I learned. I know I still got a lot of work to do, but like, yeah, that was a shitty, but I feel like I'm out of it now. (laughs) Like, it's so funny, because it's like, that sucked. (laughs) <laughs> you know, and I was living in that forever. That probably like caused me to do everything I did for the past year, just knowing that I was a drunk and got kicked out of a fucking country. That just sucks. But uh, everything slowly, I started, and you know, I, I know that I could be doing a lot better, but I know that oh, things are happening now that are cool. I'm getting everything back. Man, I don't ever want to fuck up again. I don't want to go on stage. Oh, yeah, after the... That's why I got banned from hyenas, because after the whole Australia thing, I went and I I was there. I just did so horrible, like, just on stage. And I know I'm funny, but I was just... Bro, I was just not my... I I was in a different state of mind. And um, I'm a best friend, Randy Butler. My best club on here, like... I can't have you back anymore, man. And I'm like, I just hate feeling that pathetic, dude. I never want to do that again, Leo. I never want to feel that pathetic again. You, you, because you talked about doing blow. And, yeah. Um, blow is awesome, by the way. <laughs> I mean, it's one of those things, like, it's weird because it's like, it doesn't, I remember thinking, like, if I was in Australia, if I had some blow, I would not have got kicked out. <laughs> I would have been sobered up. But it's like, at that point, what are you doing, man? You're, just, you're in the kitchen. You're fucking like, put a little of that in there. Put a little of that in there. Put a little of that in there. And and so, I, so what what do you what drugs are you on? Do you do now? So you, just weed, you still dude. Drink? Nah. Uh, yeah, I drink. Um, I do drink sometimes. Drink. Yeah, yeah. Weed. Weed. Yeah. And I know, like, that's the thing, though, dude. These AA people, they want you to get rid of everything. And I'm like, I remember going to the classes, not the classes, but I would go to the meetings and, like, I'd be like, I just want to smoke weed because my weed has never fucked me. You know what I'm saying? Got you. Maybe in the long run, but not t- <laughs> not in the short run. Weed has never. Dustin, you got high last night and embarrassed yourself in front of everyone. It's like, no, that's never happened, dude. What's been what's been the drug that you felt like has gotten you? Coke was Coke. Yeah, just because that puts me on another level. That's put that makes me feel too confident. <laughs> you know, who's this fat confident guy? You know what I'm saying? It's like, but alcohol is really bad. So what's helped you on the road back? Because you talked about making amends with people, mm-hmm. um, and. So, because I, I, I know that's that. part of the twelve. Steps, I know, right? and it's like I'm so doing it so bad, but like. Yeah, I hit people up. I remember there was this club in Houston that I was drunk on stage, and um, it was not good. So I hit that dude up, and I was like, hey, man, um, 
I just did an amends apology, you know, you just write it down, you're like, I was, I was in a dark place, and <laughs> it's so, it's so stupid, because you feel so pathetic when you're telling this to someone, it's like, uh, yeah, um, when I was there, I was very selfish, I was just thinking about me, I was, and he booked me, though, so that's kind of cool. He booked me for too much. The club closed later. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, you should have booked someone else. Book Robert Hawkins, bro. He's like an hour away from there. What's what what I what's interesting to me is like how we even started the, the, this conversation and that we talked about how um, the need to go on stage and kill, right? Yeah. And n- leave no room for 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 breath. No, no, no don't even br- if it's not a punchline, don't let it out. Right, and and leave. But then what you're what you're also not leaving room for is, I think, connection, because yeah, you know, I've I've watched you, and this whole week, and you your laugh for I mean, you get like ten times the amount of laughs that I get. I mean, as soon as you get, as soon as you get on stage, immediate laugh, right? And but the the thing that I I think that and it goes back to what we're saying is that you don't let the audience in really no you're talking about nuggets you're talking about fries i mean you do talk about you address your weight and how you look and so we kind of get an understanding of who you are um but there's never a moment of of emotional connection no because i just want to be cool party dude and that, but that has to feel like a lot of pressure to to keep up, right? Yeah, and it feels so fake when I do it. But like sometimes, like sometimes I'm into it. But like you know how it is when I, you can tell like Dustin's like, hey, what's that? You know, it's like fuck, man. I just want to kill because I never felt like you just gotta kill. And where did that come from? Because I because growing up in Dallas, like you, you just gotta kill. You gotta but, but fucking kill, bro. I, what I, I guess what I'm asking is like. Because it seems like it's not something that you just do on stage. It seems like it's a way you are in life too, where like you feel like oh yeah you have to oh yes that is right? you're right dude. Literally like talking to people, I'm like like I feel like I'm doing crowd work or some Absolutely. shit. You, you know, gotta be the fun, cool. Yes, and never yeah, because I it's, I want to I I I don't know. Am I supposed to be that? Like when these people. When I saw you, when you when I when you when you called me and I came over, yeah, that was one of the things you kept mentioning, was how you wanted to be the cool guy, you wanted to be the fun guy, and and but and but how much pressure that I have another friend who drinks a lot, drinks very heavily, uh, but functional, yeah. and but blacks out. Yeah, right. oh, that's her thing. Out. So she blacks bad. out, yeah. and her whole thing is be fun. And I know that she's drinking to be fun, not because she wants to drink. Because when yeah, no, it's like you gotta make everyone out. else have yeah, a good time. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, so before the the stand up though, where did that in terms of the entertainment? You where did that? Dude, just straight up, I was a nerd. Like I was a uh, and in, in school, I was a nerd. I uh, I remember specifically the day that I got cool, the day that everything changed. And it was, dude, this is my, this is better than anything. This is better than the Tonight Show. This was at Lamar High School in Arlington, Texas. 
And I remember I was, this is weird, dude. I was in dance class. I don't know why I joined. Wait, what kind of dance? A dance, dance, dance class. Like, like a fucking, because you, you had to, you could either be a marching band, you had to have a physical thing. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't want to do gym. You picked dance I picked dance. Gym. Okay, so <laughs> it was me and two other dudes. The other dude was like this Puerto Rican guy. He might have been 35 or something, but he was fucking like, bro, we're going to get some pussy in this class. And I'm like, hey, man, I just want to dance, you know? Like. And then some other nerdy kid, but like, dude, I remember I did, remember Austin Powers? Yes. Bro, I did the Austin Powers dance in school, uh-huh. and it was in front of like, it was an auditorium, like this was a theater, and everyone saw, and I remember, Leo, I've never killed as hard as I killed that day. <laughs> I will never kill as hard as I killed that day. I remember being in the back, and it was like, dude, I was in Madison Square Garden, bro. I remember, it, like, it was like. Do you have the Awesome Powers like song? Yeah. <laughs> Can you just play it real quick just to get me back in that like? Because I remember once I heard that, bro. It was it was a very specific. And I remember I had been my and this is how I know my parents are cool. We we got our fucked up shit, but my grandma made me an Austin Powers outfit, dude. She made she even got me the little male symbol with the fucking the circle with a arrow. You know what I'm saying? But, dude, I remember, because I, I was obsessed with, like, awesome powers and, like, just funny stuff like that. So, dude, yeah, oh, I remember I was. a Grammarly commercial that has to play nah, before the song. It's okay. I remember I was in the back, dude, and it's like, Dustin, you ready to go? Ah! <laughs> so I'm like, and I just started, dude, and it's like the chubbiest, picture the nerdiest kid you've ever fattest seen in school, dude. So they were like, what the fuck? And this, in my hand, bro. <laughs> like it was the, this was the best moment of my life. When you played that, I just got a boner, dude. I was like, yeah. Bro, people ran up on the stage. They tried, to, bro, it was, I don't know how to explain it. It was like the Beatles, bro. Because they were like, who? Who is this kid, man? Because it was like such a nerdy, and it was like because every uh, all the hot girls were in dance class, so all their cool like all the cool people were there, dude. Yeah. <laughs> so they were like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" And I remember I came to school the next day, and I was just popular. And then my mom moved us to some other school right after that, oh. so I had to fucking start over. Man, you had another Austin Powers moment. Dude, I was the best at all. Oh my god, dude! If you could, if you, Leo, we will never kill as much as I killed that day in front of an auditorium, bro. That is hilarious. It's true. You know what's what's interesting about that is you. I realize that who we are on stage is a result of what we were rewarded uh, yeah. for as a kid because <laughs> you're, you're a performer, like you popped, you were big, and I always got attention from storytelling. Like my friends always wanted to get around your thing, like, oh, and hear yes. the story. Like, because I, I, I would, you know, every Monday <laughs> in, in the locker room, you know, guys yeah. would come in. Like guys, were, like there were there were there were guys who were very good at uh, clowning each other and riffing and, and talking trash. I was never that guy. I didn't I didn't really grow up like that. My my thing was uh, to telling great stories, 
and, and I would heighten it and add <laughs> yes, stuff. Yes, yeah. You know, I, I didn't care about facts. I love it, dude. Yeah, yeah, it yes. Do with facts. They had to do it like how I felt in a moment, you know, like yeah. a girl grabbed me, like a monster grabbed me. Or, you know, like I was always – and and people just would always be like, hey, remember that story you told about such and such and such and such? <laughs> and I got away from that early on in stand-up, but I realized like – on stage, even though my stories don't kill as much as the jokes do, people reference the stories more after a show. Oh yeah, right? They go, oh like, man, oh go yeah, yeah, Afghanistan, yeah, yeah, and, and like the Af- the Pakistan story, or even the Uber stories story, are great. It's like they're like, oh my god, like I can't. You could feel like the emotional, like to me, like I love getting a laugh. But yeah. I also love getting hearing the emotional reaction. Uh, like, no, yeah. like because then you go, they care about me. Because there've been times where, like, the Uber story is like a, a litmus test for me. Because the, uh, for the listeners, <laughs> the Uber story, I tell the story. And it's a true story about my Uber driver falling asleep on yeah. me while I'm in the car. And Does that really happen? That really happened. Wow, it's a whole thing, and uh, and it's a litmus test to see where I am at with the audience because. Most audiences are like, oh, no, what? And then I haven't even told the story yet. You know, I've just like set it up like that. And then, but there's some audiences that won't react at all. And I go, oh, you guys don't give a damn about me. <laughs> I go, I got a long road ahead of me right now. Like, yeah. I told the story too soon. Like, you know, yeah. I haven't built up enough cred with you guys for you to care about. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes. <laughs> and then Dude, know, comedy's like, so yeah. great like that. There's so <laughs> many freaking the dichotomy of the shit, man. It's like, well, you guys yeah, comic, you think you I'm know, strong like, right so now. Jokes. I need to show you I'm weak. <laughs> you know? Like, it's so weird, dude. Yeah, you know when you tell a certain joke how to respond, you go, okay, I know how the rest of this hour is going to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Definitely, but, man. But yeah, so it's like the, the 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 thing is is like I think you're you're a you know like I said I haven't seen you do an hour. I think I've seen you do like there. Oh yeah, actually I I, I did uh, maybe at the Comedy Magic. I saw you. Oh I don't know man, if I watched that one night. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know if I watched the whole hour. Dude, but, it's pretty much just like yeah. Yeah, because it's like, and I wish I was one of those dudes who is just like, but I I'm material, bro. I'm a material, bro. But I, I I'm think, material, bro. I think what'll happen though is that as you get older, you'll go more into the storytelling. Because I think a lot of comics, when we're young, yeah. we have more energy, we have more testosterone, we're a bit more aggressive yes, naturally. It's like, yeah, yeah. And so I, I'm 43 now. And so I, when I was starting out, thirty-three or ten years. This is like so. Yeah. Let's yeah. So let's when, <laughs> I, when I was when I was thirty-three or you know in my twenty, everything was about killing and what was funny. Yes, dude. Yeah, you just want to kill, and kill, like, kill, bro, kill. I didn't care about whose feelings were hurt. I didn't no. care what the topic <laughs> I know, was. right? I just wanted. I was like, I was like, this is funny, and I'm gonna cram it down your throat. And now I'm more about what's my story, and I want the audience to leave caring about me uh and knowing me versus uh, but also laughing versus just kill 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 no yeah and that that's the way it should be because like if you yeah uh we're gonna pause this real quick as uh destiny uses the restroom 
Seen that? I almost got it. We're we're back. The uh, the paracord bracing. Yeah, yeah. I saw my, that. my friend, uh, uh, you know, Jessamay Peluso. Yeah. <laughs> she gave that to me. She gave me two of those. Jessamay is great, dude. She's so she is funny, like dude. so awesome, man. Yeah. Um, and so, are you in therapy now? Are you? Yeah, are you it's now? so funny, dude. Therapy. Oh, I I didn't tell you this, man. Oh my god. Okay, so after that whole situation, right. Immediately went to therapy. Um, but I, uh, I, dude, the first therapist was like, she tried to pitch me on a fucking show, bro. What? Yes. What, and what are you talking about? She okay. So I was in there. I was like, <laughs> I was like telling her my shit, and she was like, you know, a lot of people go through this. And here's the thing: you said you were with CAA, right? And I'm like, yeah. She's like, I'm doing this program. It's an app, and we're basically doing. And so she tried to pitch me, and she's like, if you could just tell your agents, that would be awesome. And so after I, I was gonna have a meeting with her. Or uh, the next therapy session, I was like, I, t- I texted her. I was like, hey, listen, man, like, y- you're probably cool, but, like, you can't be pitching clients shit. Like, I'm, like, telling you how I'm sad about yeah. how everyone wants to use me, and now you're using me. Dude, she sent back. She gave me all the money back on the therapy, and she, she knew she fucked up. She knew she fucked up hardcore, wow. dude. She was like, I'm so sorry. And then, like, sent this check and everything. And I'm like, all right. Yeah, like, what were you thinking, lady? Are you, that's so. Right? Because, like, who would do that? Yeah. It was, uh, dude, I remember her website was, like, the industry therapist, too. That's why uh, I, I was, like, it was, I got it from some, a buddy of mine from Dallas. And I was like, this is fucking stupid, man. Yeah, you know. She it, was like, I, I, dude, I'm I'm struggling. And you're literally just <laughs> like, no, we can make a lot of money. I'm like, I'm fucking, I just told you, I don't know my fucking pay. Like, what the fuck are you doing, lady? <laughs> to be honest, though, after that, I got to get a new therapist, though, because, like, I went to one after that, and um, there, you know what it is, Leo. They always want me to get on drugs, dude. And I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. This lady, she was like, you need a, uh, I'm going to hook you up with my everyone's got a hook yeah I want to hook you up with my uh, psycho or uh, psychiatrist and uh, she can give you and I'm like but I don't want my mom was on that growing up like I remember Prozac and fucking I don't want to be on that I'm a normal human being I just drink sometimes you know what I'm saying I get depressed like you know it's interesting I don't uh, want I hate it dude I'm I'm, I'm glad you brought it up because um Gary Goldman, you know, you know comedian yeah. Gary Goldman. So he just released his special last night, The Great Depression, on HBO, and he also went through a huge depressive uh, struggles with depression, went through a huge depressive episode, to the point where, and if for those of you who don't know Gary Goldman, like Gary Goldman, to me, it was one of those one of the top comedians yeah. in the country. Oh yeah, man. And uh and top comedian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean every comic like, I oh, watched yeah, him Gary when Goldman. I was a kid. He yeah. he actually got me into like I yeah. His his late night uh, uh, <laughs> spots a, have like millions of views. So from the outside in you think this guy's thriving and killing it on every cylinder. And then he just he just fell off the map. He he moved back in with his mom. For like oh, a I year. wish I could move in with my yeah, mom. He moved <laughs> with his mom. And then he he after like this illustrious uh, uh, comedy career became a camp counselor. 
and was like counseling kids, and then uh, he admitted himself into the psych ward. No, did weeks. he? Oh, yeah. I would never do yeah. that, dude. That freaks me the fuck and out. So in his, my special, mom was in the psych ward. You can't. They won't let you out, dude. Well, that and and so that's what's interesting, is because his uh, experience of he he they he took ketamine. Yeah. Ketamine he loves is it. awesome. He, yeah, he champions taking ketamine, microdosing on ketamine. I love micro. I love macro dosing. Macro- <laughs> <laughs> Give me some fucking drug. What is wrong with me, Leo? Ah! And he also champions uh, the psych ward. He goes, "It's not like what you think it is in television." It's and uh, and then he also champions uh, ECT, electric convulsive therapy. See, and those I, are get, three get, that there's I a fucking like, no farmer way. out in Iowa who doesn't need that shit. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. think of that. I'm like, well, am I crazy? Like, am I crazy? Am I a crazy person? Am I the type of crazy where I need to go like get uh, things hooked up to me, man? Nah, I'm just a dude. Dudes go through a lot of shit. It's <laughs> so. It's it's one of those things where I really want the listeners to understand that there's not a one size fits all, right? Because yeah. there's some people who have good experiences with ketamine and some people who don't. Uh, there's some <laughs> people who have good experiences with therapy and then some people who don't. It's but it's all Do about. Do they give finding, ketamine like? Huh? They give ketamine as like a thing like. Oh yeah! Oh now. They do ketamine infusion. What? Hold up. Can I get this with my insurance, SAG? You might be able to. Okay. I, I, I tell you, I, I actually had um, a psychiatrist and a psychologist. They worked together. That's on. what they were trying to yeah. do. And I didn't want that, man. I was like, hey, this is too many uh, cooks in the kitchen, man. But 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 I, I, I would never take ketamine. Um, I just don't like taking drugs for anything. Yeah, uh, that's that's me. However, I know you, t- if, you. You would be like, I'm just gonna lift a rock. Yeah, yeah. My head yeah, yeah I'm just gonna go hike <laughs> or meditate. So I'll, 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 I'll weather the sandstorm somehow. Um, <laughs> but if you are gonna do the ketamine, I would recommend pairing it with psychotherapy at the same time yeah. so the way they do it is that is so la do, man right but like, but here's how i look at it is it's almost like food right yeah there are certain drinks that you have with certain foods that heighten the experience of both food and drink yeah and therapy's the same thing yeah. it's like you can't just attack something from one area you have to have multiple like when a, when a, when a, you know when the Navy SEALs go in, it's not just the Navy SEALs. They have air support. They got ground support. They got guys in the yeah. So like they have these multiple forms of attack. And I think with with ketamine, you or with any see ketamine is like a drug. That's why I would be in therapy to right. not get into ketamine. Right, you know right. what I'm saying? So yeah. Like, so I'm not saying to do it, but I'm saying if you are gonna do it, definitely make sure that when you do it, you're not just doing the ketamine alone. You're doing it in conjunction with psychotherapy, so that God, you can I love drugs, Leo. I, I I just like I remember, I, you know how I told you I don't know my dad, but yeah. I know this. He loved drugs. He was a coke dealer mm. in San Antonio. He was probably some Mexican. I could have been a narcos, bro. No. <laughs> but like, I know drugs are great, but they are the devil. They'll get you. Ketamine though is kind of cool. 
Ketamine's like ketamine's like such a rave drug, you know what I'm saying? Like I remember like hanging out with people like, let's do some ketamine, man. What happens if you allow the space? What do you mean? Because we talked about killing on stage and even in life and in conversations and uh, gets too quiet. And 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 then what happens? Just gets too quiet. Got to kill. You have to kill. What else are we here for? Got to kill, bro. That's it. Ever since I was a kid. I started stand up in high school. You gotta kill. That's why when I see all these bitchy ass fucking comics, <laughs> people are getting too sensitive now. That's what you have to do. It's a mainstream. That's what it's fucking called. Don't be a bitch. Kill. Don't be a bitch. Kill. 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 Make them laugh. Make them laugh. You know. I look at a lot of dudes, right? Comedy is such a weird thing right now, too. I remember all these dudes I started with in New York, the Dan Soders, the Luis Gomez's, and everyone. You know, I love them. And they're awesome. But this is weird, dude. Things are just getting a little too crazy, man. Like, you're doing a comedy show, and, like, you got political people talking about you and stuff. Like, what's going on, Leo? We we used to just be in the in the in the darkness in the shadows. Yeah, now, talking about trying to fast get, food, put, putting us on top of uh, a pedestal. But all of us, especially like like I don't, I have nothing to do with that, bro. Mm-hmm. When I'm a comic, so it's like uh, you're like I'm, ah. I'm just here to kill, and now you guys are judging me for the thing I'm built to do. I know, and they like here's the thing. I've thought about that too, like how these comics have like, you know. If you have a fan base, you're going to kill, no matter what you do. I'm a pinball machine. I'm a fucking pool table. I go into the places. No one knows me, dude, but I'm a killer. No one knows me. But you see these guys, they have their fan bases, and they're like, their fan bases will support them no matter what they do, even if they're awful or if they're good or they can say some fucked up shit. It'd be like if my... Be like if my mom was watching me. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, that's not funny. You know, f- funny, that's why comedy is so pure. Funny is funny, dude. Funny is funny. Remember Ray Romano last night? That was fucking, that was pure. That was a dude who's like done it a long time, man. He's done this shit. He has went through everything. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He killed. He did great. He took his time too, though. He did, yeah. Well, I could tell, yeah. And I was wondering that too. I was like, would I do that if I like knew everyone? Could you imagine, like, just everyone? Like, I would feel like everyone knows what I'm about to say right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that would suck. But yeah, he killed it. I want to see Joker after this. I want to get fucked up and see Joker, bro. <laughs> Dude, I got fucked up last night, Leo. Ugh. What'd you take? What'd you do? Nothing. Straight up alcohol, alcohol. dude. But oh I went I was up nine hundred dollars, Leo. Nine hundred dollars. Hundred dollars, bro. It's not even it's just pathetic. Like 
That was like three gigs. <laughs> That's what I always look at. You ever look at that? Like that seven T-shirts. Oh, I right. could have sold. <laughs> That's fucking seven weenie yeah. tips. <laughs> I think about trips. I'm like, oh man, I could have went to New Zealand. You know, or I know, uh, you yeah, know, yeah. yeah. You think about all the experiences you could have had, dude. Let's like, do it, Leo. Let's go to New Zealand, bro. <laughs> hey, I, I have. I got kicked out of Australia. They won't even let me back. Well, Australia, That's what it, New I, Zealand will go, bro. Not Australia. I'll tell you what, Leo. I'm gonna get it back one day too. Oh, of course. You I'm are. gonna get back in Australia. I was a young kid. People fuck up. Yeah. I was 25. And you got a script now. You got. You got. You got the show that you're gonna. Yeah. Pitch. Oh, you're talking about that? Yeah, yeah. I know, dude. It's been such a clusterfuck finding a showrunner. The first showrunner is cool with it, but like personal shit happens. So I'm working with this other guy. We'll see what happens. When when uh when we found out we were gonna do this week together, uh you you talked about, oh man, Leo, we're like we're gonna meditate. Have you been meditating this week? Um, I've been getting uh, notifications to meditate. <laughs> Oh, what what, headspace. what, what headspace. headspace is like? <laughs> you know what's funny about Headspace was like three hundred and forty-two people are meditating right oh, now. Wow. Jump in on this! Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I don't want to yeah. jump yeah. in on this. <laughs> Why? Like, it's know. a solo thing. I don't want to do group meditation. It's weird. Yeah, I, I, but it is good, dude. It is. It really, bro. Seriously, like meditating, like fucking. Here's what it for for me. Like just me. This is my personal thing. I I get angry and I get very I get flustered easily, man. For some reason, like meditating, like is like I I, I don't know. It's like you're going to sleep, but not. But like I, I'm not as crazy, if that makes sense. You know, like I'm just like yeah. I enjoy a good meditation, man. How long do you usually do it for? Like five minutes. And, and you know, and that's the thing. It's like it's uh, it's not so much about length. It's it's more about consistency. It's like even if you just do it a minute a day, the fact that you're you're taking time every day to meditate, then that's more powerful than one hour per week. No, yeah. you know that makes sense. Um, you know, it's like those weekend warriors, those people who like. They I'm do, going to Joshua Tree. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, it's, oh, Saturday they go all out, you know, and, and it's like, no, it's not enough. It's better that you do a little bit every day. Um, the mornings get me. That's where you need it. That's where I need it the most, the mornings. When you wake up? Oh, dude, I wake up like I just got bombed. Like, I, I wake <gasps> As soon as I wake up, okay, I gotta do this. I gotta do this. I gotta, uh, 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 okay, I gotta put this on tape. I gotta do this. What am I doing with my life, uh, dude? It is insane, man. My mornings are like crazy, dude. I wake up the same way. I wake up like with this, uh, with like a panic attack. Yeah. It's like anxiety. Like, yeah. Okay, I gotta make something myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, what life. did you do for the yeah. last twenty four? Yeah. 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 It's like, are we, you sleeping for the last nine hours? What are you like? <laughs> yeah, man. And, uh, and 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 so I, I realized like for in the morning I have to, instead of giving over to that fear, of having not done enough, I've accepted that that's part of my wiring. And that I'm always going to have those moments where I feel like that. Oh, yeah. And so no matter how much I get done today or right now, that feeling, it doesn't go away permanently. 
like I, I could write like ten thousand books. I could I could work out. I could hike for you know ten hours, and then I'll still wake up tomorrow like, <gasps> what have I done with my life? You know, what I'm saying like, like I could like discover I could I could cure cancer. God, what is wrong with us? Still, like, <laughs> but there's the other way. The way I look at it is like, all right, we all have to be wired differently so that we as a society can function. Yeah, right? I dude, I have been if, thinking so societal does, lately. Does like that, I'm like Does that make sense? Yes, cuz it's like we're cogs. We fit something yes. cuz there's someone out there who's the exact opposite as me and, and we, I need and, that. And be, so you need to be you so that that person can be them and then the people <laughs> Yeah, fit dude. Them, <laughs> so that we meet right? together. Yeah, yeah, if you're if you're a square trying to be a triangle because you see this other person's a triangle. Oh, now that person can't be a triangle anymore. It has to become a square because, like, the, oh, so the yeah. whole thing fits as a bigger. That's why, like, they talk about uh, uh, sleep cycles, how, like, there are morning people, there are afternoon people. And are they really? There are night people. Oh, and that's, that's funny, because, man. Uh, I can see that. Evolutionarily, <laughs> back in the day before, you know, we had these high rises and it had cities and, and all whatever, when we were living in the jungle, you needed people to stay up late to make to, sure a jaguar sure that, isn't yeah, gonna fuck it with you. That there were no predators, so that generation of night owls, you know, like Game of Thrones, the Night Watch, yeah. they bred people who also were built to stay up late, and then you had the morning people who got up early to hunt, to gather food, things like that. Then you had the the midday people. Who, oh, you know, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. Right? Because the hunters, then they needed a nap because they yeah. had to get up early to, to get Yeah, I'm shit. not going to butcher this right, shit. Right, right. And they probably the... injuries to nurse yeah. wounds and stuff from hunting if they had to fight stuff. And so you need You know, a, a boar killed Robert Baratheon. Yeah. So when you think about <laughs> who you are and you think about it, like there are certain cultures um, that they don't even have eye in their uh, vocabulary. What? They have, like, you or we. Oh. Everything is we. So even if they're doing something by themselves, they say, uh, we're going to bed now, even if it's just them, because even because they recognize, even though they, as an entity, are just going to bed, they also recognize that other people are also going to bed at that same time. I love and it. And so it's just a reminder of how connected we are, you know? But <laughs> you look can great. Fast, a, uh, no, I was just going to see if it can I grab a charge. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, let me ask you, are you reading anything right now? Uh, like a book? Yeah. Nah, it's reading these auditions. Trying oh, to get a, oh, yeah. Trying yeah, to get a freaking part, man. Are you listening to anything? Uh, I, I am actually the power of now. The power yeah. of now? Yeah, what yeah. What are you getting from that? Uh, it is good, dude. I'm basically getting. Um, I. You can't look to the past, you know. Like a lot of my shit was like I would freak out about the past. I'd be like, ah, Dustin, you've just fucked up so much. Why would you even like? Why are you alive, man? But the power now is like one of those things. It's just kind of like I guess it comes from Buddhism or something. But it's like it's about now, like the present, and it like encourages to meditate and stuff. Which med, you know, it's like I can't believe I'm that dude now who's got to do that shit. But yeah. Um, is there anything, is there anything that we haven't discussed, um, besides like calling friends, what has gotten you, what's helped you get through the dark spots? 
because you're 33. Because you know, uh, for yeah. the, I, w- I really want the listeners to understand, like, like you know, you, what's you've helped been on me? A, huh? Yeah, I'm trying to think of it. Like, what's helped me through the dark spots is like, you know what? At the end of the day, I could lose it all, but I'd still be exactly where I was in the beginning, which is still someone who is a killer on stage. It's like that kind of helps me just knowing that like it could all fall down you could lose everything but you know what you can tell a good dick joke dusty you know i wonder if do you feel like you're trying to recreate that feeling you first had when you did the austin powers dance and i'll never get back there but yeah, I'll tell you, it happens sometimes in acting. Acting is different from stand-up, too. I, I've killed acting. Like, you know, it's so weird, dude. Like, acting is one of those things. Like, you just, like, you can have, like, really great, great moments. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, but I, I don't know, the awesome powers thing, that's, like, special. I'm, I'm never going to, yeah, I'll never get to that level again. Yeah, because the the amount of, endorphins and dopamine and stuff flowing through us like it's almost like that that first kiss yeah i'm not an 18 year old anymore yeah Yeah. you you don't forget the first kiss Mm -hmm. right because there's all those drugs and chemicals like you'll never have that many drugs and chemicals in your body at once you know like you know Uh, that great yeah what Uh, what you take you know that's why yeah i know right that's why you (laughs) get your first love because your first love your first simret gebra hewitt man was my first like I'll never forget her. I oh my I'll god! I went her. so psycho fourth after a chick too, bro. Fourth grade, so <laughs> I'll never forget fourth through through high school, man. I'll never, I never. It was unrequited love, but she she always hold a a spot in the heart, you know. You know what mine was? There was this girl. She was the uh, she was a waitress at Hyenas in Dallas, and Hyenas <laughs> had the hottest waitress. And I was such a nerdy kid, and somehow like I got this chick, and I just like. She just liked me for some reason. And it's like, it was my first girlfriend. It was like having a Ferrari when you're fucking on your permit. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, I don't know how to deal with it. But, but here's the thing, because a lot of, like, you know, people go, oh, that, that hot girl must be with that schlubby guy or short guy or ugly I guy. I know, and I'm such a money. schlubby guy. I could. But here's the thing, is we underestimate what other people value. You understand what I'm saying? So. See, and I, I, yeah. So it's like, to you, you're you're looking at yourself as like a schlubby guy. But to her, she, the thing that she values could be something completely different. Like, I, I recognize like when I have my beard, I attract a different type of woman Ooh. when I have a full beard yeah. than when I'm completely shaven. And a it's, beard I, is nice. You gotta have a beard. Nice. If you want to get laid, get a beard, bro. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, man. Especially if you're like chubby. Especially as I'm getting chin, older, like. <laughs> the beard, the beard, it it it, it attracts uh, a a different and 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 so there it's. I, with women, because women are, I mean, men, we're emotional, we're all emotional beings. Yeah. But I, I recognize that women are beyond the physical. They're tapping into, what she's tapping into is how you make her feel. You're oh. thinking about how you look. 
Yeah, but that's I, not yeah, what I know. I dude, is it funny? Like, I wish I would have. Women value how, yeah, like that's why, like, you'll see uh, tiny girls with big dudes because the big dude makes them feel safe. Yeah. So some women want that feeling of safety because that's what they value. Some women prefer a more financial feeling of safety. So if they know that you're wealthy, we call them gold diggers, but they're also emotional diggers mm. where women are looking for guys who make them feel a certain way emotionally. I see. I don't say yeah. gold diggers. I like to say gold diggers. Yeah. <laughs> and, right. And then there are, you know, but then there are, of course, women who are superficial, but just like they're guys, like they're like some women yeah. I'm attracted to on a superficial level. And, but then there's some women who, like they got this thing about them. Like they're not they're not physically beautiful or attractive. But they got this thing inside. You can't put your finger on your You know, like, I know. And that's yeah. like that is like I know exactly where you're like So when, when, yeah. when you get that girl, you just gotta be like you just have to accept that there's a thing about you that she probably can't communicate to you. Yeah. That she's drawn to For some reason. Yeah. yeah. You know? <sighs> Dude, Leo this is the best. <laughs> but like I just went through three hours of therapy. Yes, sir. Uh-huh. Let me ask you this because I ask this on everybody who's been on uh, the podcast. Because I always feel like there's someone listening who's on a precipice of taking their life. Before you kill yourself, what would you say to that person? I don't know. Just. I don't know. I would. You know, I mean, be like, don't. Like, before you kill yourself, call your mom. That cuts through everything. You know, it's like, or just, I don't know, someone who hated their mom. I don't know. Before you kill yourself, just go. <laughs> just know that's gonna pass. Everything passes. This bad moment will go away eventually. And it might not go away as soon as you think, but it will go away. It does. It never, it will always go away. I can tell you that. That might be the one thing I know is that feelings change. And it'll it'll go away, man. Like it'll just go away, you know. And if it doesn't go away, fucking kill yourself. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> but like, I don't know. It, no, it's true. It, it goes away. Does and, go and it, away. It'll come back. It will come but, back. And but expect that. You know that in that moment, though. That's the thing, man. It's like just present. It's like it's gonna come. It's gonna come. It's like a. It's like a. It's like this dude that comes in and wrecks your fucking apartment, and every week he's gonna come and fucking toss your table over and fucking kick in your shit and break your DVD player. But, you know, he's gonna leave. Wow, that's a great way to look at it. He's not gonna just spend his whole life yeah. wrecking your shit. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it goes away. It goes away. It does. There's no. It, 
and then you can make it stay if you want to if you're really like in that mode but it usually goes away Dustin Ibarra where can people find you I'm DustinIbarra.com Dustin on my Instagram Dustin Wabara Y-B-A-R-R-A uh, thank you for joining us, man. And remember, for the listeners out there, this is not a substitute for going to get therapy. This is not a substitute for calling your mom. No, this I go to therapy. Yeah, you got to have <laughs> therapy. You got to have it. Yeah, yeah. This is not a substitute for group therapy. It's not a substitute for just talking to someone. Even talk to your enemies. I, I mean, I prayed for I, my I've enemies done that. every like, week, I'll, I'll call man. people I hate when I feel bad. And uh, it's uh, and, like, because I'm already at the low of lows, like, they can't make me feel any worse. <laughs> <laughs> that was part of the whole, like, my sponsor and the whole AA thing was, like, you got to call your hated people. And I'm like, so I pray for them Dustin, every night. let's do a five-minute meditation right now. Yeah. While we're on air. All right. You want to do it? Yeah. All right. We got to sit up, though. Ah, uh, see, I come like on, falling asleep nah, in my meditation. Come on, come on, come on. All right. All right, we're going to do a group meditation, guys. We're going to do a five-minute meditation. Just go ahead and sit back, get comfortable, turn your, turn your palms up towards the ceiling. This is hard because the Cowboys game. I know. And, and, and we're going to do it for five minutes, eyes closed, and we're going to set the timer. Three, two, one.
and jeez, oh, that's five minutes already. <laughs> I was just working my third eye. <laughs> you can feel it. I know, Activate, but sometimes you? I feel like I'm like just doing it to like some. I feel my eyes rolling back, and I'm like, uh, is this like just me trying to make it like I got a third eye? There's some. There's moments where uh, uh, I feel like I'm trying to force it, and but then there's that that moment when it kicks in. You're like, oh, oh shit. Ah, I go. know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> space suckers. Uh, so thank you guys for tuning in. Um, the book that I mentioned earlier uh, is called Silently Seduced. And it's a very thin book. Uh, it's about men who grew up with uh, their moms uh, without a father in a house. And like w- what that what that kind of man usually grow, grows up to be and how he should, uh, in ways that he can take care of himself as an adult that, yeah. uh, and it's a, it's a very good book it's very powerful um, and easy read so you know if you don't feel like you need that then but if you feel like there's someone you know that would benefit from the gift of that then uh, get that for them thank you for tuning in and in the next episode because um, you know in so much of this po- episode we talked about uh, the, f- the need to feel like we're fun and to and the need to kill, and 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 that and how overwhelming that could be, and that can kind of take you out of yourself. So the next episode, we're gonna talk about uh, ways to feel grounded, uh, so that you can feel present and and activated, uh, and so you don't you're not always feeling like you have to put on airs as uh, a lot of us. Uh, do feel like the like I do. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in, and we will talk to you soon. Adios.